Welcome to the No New Friends Podcast, the podcast for adults who love to laugh at adulting. In this episode, we talk all about obsessions, like my mom's obsession with the Olympics. Also, Mary has some more stories from the Sunrail, and Chris went to a very, very strange estate sale. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of the No New Friends Podcast. Okay, so you know in movies when it's really windy and people's umbrellas turn inside out? Yes, yes. Oh no. It happened to me not once, <laughs> not twice, thrice, three times my umbrella twice. tried to kill me. And here's the bad part, one time it really picked up and I like almost Mary Poppins. Mary Freaking <laughs> road. Yeah, I because you weigh scared. like 75 pounds soaking I, wet. Listen, so. if I was very close to the road and it tried to take me away. Oh, there goes your leg. Now it's time for the No New Friends Podcast with Scott, Mary, and Chris. Come on at 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0. That's right. You're listening to the No New Friends Podcast, voted number one by our friends and family. Please make sure you connect with us on Facebook, the Instagram, YouTube. All of our links are right there in the episode description. The show notes is that link tree link. Please join our Patreon, www.patreon.com slash no new friends podcast, where you can do all sorts of things. You can sit in on, on this episode and watch. And tomorrow night when we record our 50th episode, we're inviting all of our Patreon members to watch the recording live. Whether you're a $1 a month member or a $20 a month member, we want to have everybody. It's going to be Patreon Appreciation Day. And then, as always, you have till August 1st. That's right around the corner to vote for us for Orlando Weekly's Best of Orlando competition under the category Best Local Color, Best Local Podcast. And we are live streaming on Facebook right now. So make sure you check us out when we do that. My name is Scott. I am the host with me, as always, my co-host, Mary. Hey! Our producer, the scumbag reselling hoarder himself, Chris. Rhodes, where we're going, we don't need Rhodes. Oh, I, I love that, that one. Job. And our brand new intern, Ghost Mary. Oh. No! <laughs> I want to sound cooler. <laughs> well, you're going to have to provide me some voice or something. Are, are you going to be able to interrupt yourself and uh, and do the voice of Ghost Mary? I mean, Mary? I, I could just be like, Ghost Mary! No, no, <laughs> no, no I feel like we would... No, come on, man. You got to sound creepy. Well, that is creepy. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, we're right now in the heart of the Olympics. And uh, yes. how do I know this? Because my, my, my mother is available for nothing. She loves the Olympics a hell of a lot more than she loves me. Chris, the way that my mom sets herself up for the Olympics, <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's not watching this live stream right now. Why, you ask? Because she's got two TVs with the Olympics on, two different channels, and her iPad. It is like the war room for the NBA draft. With, Priorities. Oh, yeah, with all of her all of her gadgets so that she can watch the damn Olympics. Is there a why? Like why, why yeah, is, that why is this a, question. yeah. Is there a particular event that she's all of them really excited about? All of them, all of them. You know, is she, it because she's filled with like national pride or 
what is it i don't you know mary i don't know what it is she just she loves it she loves the drama she loves the pageantry she loves the uh just everything about it you know the stories that go on i mean i remember i remember when uh dan jansen the speed skater uh back in like the Oh God, 1988 Olympics. The, the big story was his sister had just passed away from cancer. He was like expected to win the gold medal and he had like five different races and fell, false started, didn't win. So like it was a big bummer. Four mm. years later, he wins his first, his first gold and my mom is like an unconsolable mess <laughs> because of this. I mean, the, the, I, we can't watch, like we watched the movie Miracle, the, about the story about the 1980 US men's hockey team that defeated... The former Soviet Union and went on to win the yeah, gold. I, be, I that, was there. Yeah, you were no, not. no, no, no. I went to the actual place. I went. To, I went to the oh place. To, to Lake Placid. I also went back in time, but the, I was, <laughs> this this incident I was talking about the the facility. Right, right. Main title miracle comes up, and she's 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 a mess. She's a mess because the way that it worked is they they wanted that to be a prime time game, and the network was like, well, no. We've got like underwater basket or frozen basket weaving or something like that to show during Fro frozen basket weaving. That's what we're going with. I mean, it sounds like a hell of a sport. I don't know. Yeah. I would give it a try. So the game actually happened earlier in the day. And my dad knew the score because, you know, they kept you up to date on the scores and all that. And they're like, hey, if you don't want to be spoiled, leave the room now. Well, my mom like left the room. So she watched the game. <laughs> When they aired at prime time, I mean, she can vividly describe every moment of that game, you know, including Al Michaels saying, do you believe in miracles? Yes. She loves figure skating. She loves gymnastics. It's and I used to have this obsession, too. I mean, I remember when my son was born back in 2000, I would go into his room in the middle of the night, rock him to sleep and I'd have the Olympics on. And we had we did the triple cast back then, the red, white and blue package where you had three different channels and we moved the TV in. So, you know, it started as an early age for me. I, I don't know what it is about the Olympics. Like, I don't know what they put in our water to make me want to like at three in the morning, be like, I have to watch this, this mountain biking race to see if, uh, <laughs> and then, and then I'll know, like, I was saying to Emily, I'm like, oh yeah, I can't wait for such and such a person and such and such a person. She's like, how do you know these athletes? I was like, right. you know what? I have no idea. It's like, it's like, there's this, there's a secret, like uh signal that, that, that America puts out that they just embed all this information into your mind. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's just, they insert the SD card into the, the simulation that we're in just yeah. so the, to preload us with all the information. I think I, <laughs> I missed the the load in of the SD card because I feel none of that. Um, we're on the also, ghost train during the yeah right. I guess so. I don't know. Like so, last night it was the what triathlon, something like that with women. And oh stuff. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Why. <laughs> an idiot it, but like it was interesting to watch. But I that's about the, it. I don't. The, um, the funny yeah. thing about my mom is. She doesn't like she could be watching curling during the Winter Olympics, right? Yeah. Like who knows riveting. anything about curling, especially here in Florida. But she'll remember the names from like one game ago. And she's like, oh, Dumbstringer is playing lights out. <laughs> and she knows every stat. Like, oh, you know, he wasn't this good back when he was in Wisconsin, uh, it, you know, in the state curling championships against Minnesota. Like she knows everything about these people but two weeks from now she's not going to be able to tell you who the captain of the track team is we me and emily were watching archery the other day and we were like on the border like the edge of our seats watching uh like the, the republic of korea versus the athletes of russia and we're like and, and i think you know i think a part of this olympics is because like there's just some countries that you just can't stand so it's like when you see when you see like russia losing something it's just like oh yeah we knew you guys suck like it's like <laughs> it's like you just want to see these countries lose and then it's like when america wins it's just kind of like you just get on your high horse yeah I, don't know, I, th I think that's 
I think that's part of it for sure. Yeah, no, for sure. This is that. This is the race wars that we've been, uh, that we've been waiting <laughs> oh, no, for. This I is the war, the global race wars we've been waiting for. Just an organized race war, <laughs> right? A sanctioned race war. How exactly. weird is it? And I was thinking about this a lot. How weird is it that no country can get along on anything, whether it be politics or religion? But once every two years, they can. The world comes together to to throw a tournament to see what 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 country know, right? is the best at curling. <laughs> Like it, it, it's really strange when you take a step back from it. It, it just goes to show that sports brings the world together. It's, hey, and I, I second that. That is why sports is so important. Go ahead, cut the arts and fund the sports. There we go. Um, we're okay. So officially, now I'm interested in like boxing because I'll kick your ass for saying <laughs> stuff like that. What is wrong with you? So um, I wanted to find out from you guys, do you have any other obsessions, almost guilty pleasures, if you will, but obsessions like my mom does around the Olympics? I mean, she dresses up, Mary, she dresses up her Build-A-Bears in red, white, and blue <laughs> for the Olympics. They all have medals. Look, I'm not, there's no judgment here. I'm not judging her. Um, I don't, I don't know. I really, I don't have any type of obsession like that. I don't think I say that, but what you view as an obsession is just everyday life to me, probably. Right. I don't know. Like maybe You're my obsessed with wanting to be uh, not around a lot of people. Um, That's not obsession. true. I like to socialize. I like people, but like in a control. Mary, we have setting. three different episodes about how you love being on the train. That you would rather be on a train with ghosts than actual real people. Hey. I was a victim of circumstance. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> Take a shot, I, Chris. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> listen, no. We've got um, our new new friends, Mary Bingo card. That's uh, that's one spot. Victim listen, of circumstance. No. Today, I, I text you guys. I almost had a damn heart attack when I got to the platform and there was like 50 people. Just, I have a, a paper bag for when that happens so I can just... <laughs> Because I just know somebody is going to try to sit with me. I need to stop looking so, in, like, look so inviting. I shouldn't do that. I, I really should stop that. Is there a place um, to stand? I, I mean, like the old school, you know, hold on to the, the harness or whatever. What, you want me to do that? I can't reach the harness. Yeah, I'm just saying, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I'm giving you options here. I appreciate that. Um, here's the problem, too. Also, just quick side story. Uh, my quick stories from the Sunrail, even though you didn't ask. I almost died today, guys. Um, well, that's segment. That's all about segment two. Stories so, from the Sunrail is all segment two. Well, Good we were plug, leading though. into it because I was talking about it. Yeah, um, but okay, because... well, obsessions talking about myself, I guess. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Here I am. Um, also, maybe my kids. I talk about my kids a lot. Yeah, and you're obsessed with that damn dog. Like... Oh, okay. Well, I said my kids, same thing. She's my baby, my pride and joy. My lessons. I re Mary, I realized that you may have a problem when you said, I don't know what excites me more, being proud of my kids for something or being proud of my dog. And I was like, yeah, all right, well, you know. Well, but she's just such a little fluffer nutter. Yeah. But let me ask you a question. Do your, do your kids eat your wedges? I'm not going to answer that. Um, <laughs> okay. You know, once again, I'm a victim of circumstance. Oh, here we go. Is that <laughs> a double shot? my kids shot? wreck other stuff. You act like they don't destroy things like my soul. <laughs> Chris, other than collecting, and, and I'm telling you, 
you know, for, for those of you watching or listening and you haven't heard the last two episodes, we've established that Chris has a hoarding problem. A collecting, and, a collecting hobby. Yes. Uh, he's a collecting hobby. Yeah, I mean, it's not really a problem for him. It's more of Emily's hoarding problem at this point. Right, right. But here, here's the thing, Chris. After, at first, you know, I thought it was just an exaggeration that you were, you know, talking about. But as I was listening to you and as I'm continuing to progress through the seasons of hoarders i'm yeah. I, i'm going to start counseling you now scott has um, quickly become my therapist in the last uh, 24 <laughs> oh, hours so, so when we were discussing this uh this streaming live chris gets so excited he's like i have needed an excuse to buy this little controller <laughs> it's like this what is it, a stream deck is yeah man you even heard of it <laughs> well i have now i i watched a whole youtube about it about it <laughs> and i'm like chris this thing confuses me like what it, i don't what does it do and he's like I don't know. And I'm like, well, then why did you buy it? He's like, because I've just always wanted one. I'm like, oh, Lord. Like, Chris, you have a problem. So, <laughs> other than other than hoarding, what is your obsession? So, I, I just quickly, I can relate to your mom because on NFL uh, Sundays, I have my iPad, which has Red Zone, then I have the Eagles on the TV, and then I have my fantasy team on my computer. So, I multi screen on Sundays for sure, right? That's my small obsession. My big obsession is ruining movies and TV shows <laughs> for on. Emily. Em Emily just said Chris is very <laughs> comfortable with living around his, in quotes, collectibles. So my dad goes, I'll <laughs> second that. Daddy. And he said, I had a hoarding problem. <laughs> So my my biggest, right? <laughs> my biggest obsession is ruining movies and TV shows for Emily because I am oh. obsessed and not intentionally just because I just want to keep good film in the house and, and trash bad film out of the house. So when, <laughs> so I'm obsessed with looking at IMDB ratings of movies and TV shows. Right. So it's like, so I'm like, oh, this movie, this movie looks really good. I was like, what do you mean that 4.5 out of 10? <laughs> and, and it was like, oh, I was like, oh, absolutely not. Or like, we'll be going through movies, which is why we usually just fall asleep looking for movies. We'll be going through Netflix and stuff, and I'll just be on IMDb. So she pulls a movie up. I'm like, no, no, that's a six. That's a six. We can't do that. No way. We this, can't this settle. Was, this is a 45 so, critic score. So you ruin happening. it as far as like you give the ending away or you ruin it as far as, hey, this is a terrible movie. No, you don't even get to watch I, it. No, we don't, <laughs> even, we don't even get to watch because like to watch the trailer and, uh, and or I'll be like, no, they gave way too much away in the trailer. I already know what happens. We can't watch this. And by the way, the Metacritic score is only a 45 out of, out of 100 on this. So we're not going to waste <laughs> our time doing this anyway. Like I don't, I, I can't, I can't tell you how many times I get like, like actually mad at her for watching reality television shows. Right. Me, well, me and her actually, um, we watched that Sexy Beast show on netflix uh -huh. and um which i'm not sure if you're familiar with that where people are wearing um hollywood prosthetics oh is, yeah i yeah, saw yeah, previews yeah, for that don't don't, don't bother i that mean, didn't it even look interesting no to me it's like love all. is blind with a oh that's what you tagged me in yeah oh, you know what though scott i did think of something i'm obsessed with what's that murder yeah. oh <laughs> but I mean, not like we're me live, Barry. Not you're alive. <laughs> <laughs> but not me like i'm not you know, it's a, I'm it's a good thing I signed my umbrella policy today with Steve Crutchfield. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know. nice. Shameless and if, and if you're looking to I hate if you're you in so the much. state I of Florida, why? Orlando area, and you need new auto insurance or home insurance, contact Street Steve Crutchfield, scrutchfield at farmersagent.com. There's my plug. Jared asked what I was talking Jared, I've never murdered someone. Um, but she knows how to get away to. with it. Yeah. Uh, I do know how to get away with it. No, I love everything about crime or murder. You'd be a good murder coach. Maybe that could be a side. <laughs> That could be a sign. Those who yeah. can't teach. Like I don't have I don't have the heart to kill, but I will teach you how. <laughs>
<laughs> be a good Craigslist uh, listing for you. That's all, all that stuff's allowed Murder on there. Coach. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. I've got a couple, and, and they, they're all around football. Uh, okay. College football, pro football. Mm. College football, I'm obsessed with my superstitions. Like, I am highly superstitious for Florida State games. I mean, in an earlier episode, Mary and I discussed that, like, she, we were winning at halftime, and Mary got up. She was watching the game at my house. Mary got up and went into the kitchen for the second half, and then all of a sudden, we, 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 we blew a 20-point lead. And I'm like, what happened? What changed? And I see Mary's in the kitchen. I'm like, get your ass back in that seat. Um, like, this okay, is your you fault. Cannot, and then I threw no, a shoe at it her. was not. He did throw a shoe at me. And it's not fair because he was holding me hostage, and I wanted snacks. So, no. <laughs> My teams aren't good enough to be superstitious. I just let them go. That's just <laughs> – Fate has already been decided for them. Right, right. No, I get it. And then, so during college football, if because Rachel is a Gator, I'm a Seminole. So if they're both playing at the same time, especially like on a rivalry weekend when we're playing Miami and they're playing Georgia, right. we'll pull two, two TVs in. So that's a little bit of an obsession. My biggest thing, though, is fantasy football. Mm -hmm. I mean, I listen. That is when my radio changes. And I listen to fantasy, fantasy XM radio, fantasy football on XM radio nonstop. I buy magazines. I'm reading articles. I'm on Sundays. I'm nonstop checking my scores. I mean, it's, it's an unhealthy obsession and I feel sick to my stomach. If my yes. team is not performing oh, well in the first 15 minutes, you already know it's, oh, it's, sure. it's, it's, it's gut wrenching. If Emily could get rid of uh, my hoarding habits or just fantasy football in general, it'd be fantasy football. Oh, I'm sure my wife is probably the same way. Like if, oh. you know, if she could pick something that would be what it is. I think I would get rid of fantasy football, but if, if I had the opportunity, <laughs> Dude, there's so much anxiety around it and I can't, we're, that's going to be coming up in the next couple of weeks, mm -hmm. what next month or so. So we're probably going to have a whole segment about that. Mary, I'm sorry. You're probably going to be extremely bored. Uh, maybe we should have done it on the episode that she wasn't here, Chris. Uh, I mean, I can just not be here. That's fine. Too. No, no, stop. You have to be here. Like our numbers show when you're not here because like Mary tells all of her family, Hey, don't bother listening to that episode. I'm not really on it. <laughs> don't like you don't believe that. I don't what? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. All right. We're going to take a quick break. You're listening to the No New Friends podcast. We'll be right back. No New Friends podcast is now using Nikki Podcast Preparations Incorporated, which is a podcast management consultant agency of services that helps independent podcasts obtain more plays, downloads, guests, sponsors, and a bunch of the legwork behind the microphone when it comes to podcasting. CEO Nick can be contacted via Twitter or Instagram at NikkiPPINC. And if you tell him that the No New Friends podcast sent you, we'll both get a 25% discount. Nikki has helped accumulate millions upon millions of downloads, tens of thousands of dollars in sponsorships, celebrity guests, and much more. So just shoot him a direct message to get your podcast growing. Hey, new new friends, listeners. If you're anything like me, you don't have the desire or time to clean your own house. That's why I've been using I Believe Services for the last five to six years. They are your one-stop shop for all of your cleaning needs. They do commercial, house cleaning, vacation homes, post-construction, party cleanup, deep cleaning, move in or move out, pressure washing, laundry, inside cabinets, fridge, oven, and much more. Call them today, 407-928-4595. Check them out on Facebook or their website, I Believe Services. Services.us.
Do you like Disney? Do you love finding out fun facts about your favorite attractions or restaurants? Then you must try Diz His, the Disney History Podcast. Joe, Alex, and Jen will keep you entertained as they deep dive into all things Disney. Visit DizHis.com or follow us on all social media at DizHis65. We even have a YouTube channel. Just search DizHis anywhere, and I hope you give us a listen. Now it's joke time with Dexter. What do you call a magic owl? What do you call a magic owl? Houdini. <laughs> Love it. Dropping out. Hey guys, comedian James John, and you are listening to the No New Friends podcast. Welcome back to the No New Friends podcast with Scott, Mary, and Chris. As always, please join us on our Patreon, www.patreon.com slash no new friends podcast. On Sunday, it's going to be a very special day. It is our 50th episode, and we are going to have nationally touring comedian James Yawn back with us. If you haven't listened to Idols and Royals yet, that's one of our best episodes, one of my favorite episodes. That's the first time James Yawn was on here. Check that episode out between now and Sunday, just so you can kind of recap, because I think it's going to be really, really funny because that's, that's James. Mary, I'm wearing a suit when we record this 50th episode. This is a milestone. Most podcasts only last seven episodes. We're at 50. I am also wearing a suit. Awesome. Awesome. Chris? I'm wearing my suit? birthday suit. He's going to do this show, nude. Yeah, I just, I'm more relaxed. And I'm, I'm cons- you know, first time meeting a celebrity, I figured I'll just, just go all natural. I will be wearing Crocs, though. Oh, good. Oh, and, yeah. I, and I might, I might even install a croc cam. <laughs> croc cam? That's yeah. awesome. I might do a croc cam. I'm a little bit concerned though because the last time I've, I put on some weight since the last time I wore my suit, Chris. The last time that it was the last time that I wore my suit, I was concerned then that I wasn't going to be able to get it on. And I was hosting, I was emceeing oh, a, an employee, <laughs> yeah, an employee appreciation day at um, the, the go kart place that Mary and I worked. Chris, I had to have, I, like, my wife gave Mary permission. Like, she gets on the phone with Mary, and she's like, hey, just to let you know, you may need to sit on him, like, reverse gonna, cowgirl style to like, help him get his him in his pants. <laughs> That's a fear of mine, to be honest with you, is, like, because I don't wear a suit very often. I'm, I'm my own boss, right? So I don't need to wear anything fancy. I usually just wear whatever I get up in the morning. So no, no dress clothes to work. There's never any like events that I go to where I have to wear one. So whenever there's like a, every like two years when there's a wedding or a funeral or something, funerals are the worst. Cause then you, if you don't have anything like dark to wear, then you feel really strange. I hate when I have to wear my like Hawaiian shirts to viewings. So, <laughs> so, so because the suit doesn't fit, that's a big fear of mine, Scott is, is, uh, you know, we fluctuate in weight here. So yeah. something that fits you two years ago might not fit right. you. It was you know, a real this- fear that day. Like I told when I was getting dressed, I was like, all right, Mary, you know, just stand right outside the bathroom because we, we cleared a spot on the floor because we're like at work ready to do this. Yeah. Because the time before that, Rachel had to sit on top of me to <laughs> help stuff me in. Luckily, I uh, somehow lost some weight. And uh, Mary did not have to humiliate herself by sitting on my fat ass. So, you know, it worked out. It's the little victories. Yeah. Yeah. And I was excited because I'm like, oh, I lost some weight today. That's fantastic. You know what I did? Ate an entire pizza after that. (laughs) I've got room to spare. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Meanwhile, a button shoots off of your pants, takes out half the house. Oh, it's it's terrible. I need to I need to lose some weight. Uh, maybe soon. I need to start doing that. Mary, do you have any uh stories from the Sunrail for us? Oh, I do. I do. 
All rise as the Queen of the Sunrail, Mary, brings us stories from the Sunrail. Okay, so I don't know where you want me to start uh, the excitement. Let's start at the very beginning. It is a very, a very good, place, good to start. place to start. Okay, so how about I just let me share my story of something I have not experienced before, but also a lesson. Picture it, learned. Sicily, 1922. I think I usually say 1927, but you're close. I know. I well, you're wrong by saying 1927. Okay. Well, I didn't continue, we're please. Gonna, we're going to fight. Um, okay. So Friday, uh, my coworker and I were like, Hey, it's Friday feeling froggy. Let's go to happy hour. I was like, hell yes. This is a great idea. And we work downtown Orlando. So there literally is a place to go to happy hour. Choices like, plenty. Yes. I could like jump out of my window and land in a bar, like on a bar stool. <laughs> Uh, so we go to happy hour and here's the thing about me and, um, alcohol and, uh, socializing is two martinis is too many, but then 14 is not enough. <laughs> like I cross a threshold and I'm like, I'm going to be here for the rest of my life. Put my name on the back of the bar stool. I obviously ride the train to and from my station in Lake Mary. I have never taken a train later than 6 p.m. I was there later than 6 p.m. Um, and I don't know the past 6 p.m. schedule at all. Uh, fun fact, if you miss the 8 o'clock train, another one does not come until 10. Oh. So our 10. On a Friday, really? It was 10.30 was when it came. Um, yeah, so I. You know, that's uh, the biggest issue. Sorry to cut you off. That's the biggest issue that I have with the SunRail. Because yeah. it's great for the commuters into downtown to work. And I'm so happy that people are taking advantage of it because a lot of money was spent to do this. But the, the, to me, the greatest thing that it could do is be there for the club goers or people who are attending yes. Magic Games or Orlando City yeah. soccer games because there's a station legit right there. But they don't right. run that late into the evening. Well, like I said, well, 10 is the latest or 1030 is the latest. So if I, I went to a Magic one, game that went into triple first. overtime and I was like sweating bullets going, okay, this game needs to end. This game needs to end because we're going to miss <laughs> out the last train. Yeah, man. And, um, but so I, I get on that train and there was no one on it. Just me. So this is a ghost story from the SunRail. I don't know, but also I am... Um, I was, well, there was another passenger. His name is Tito. Uh, he Tito was, was there to train you. Tito was over. there. Anytime that there's me. one other person, that is your ghost train. No, I meant like Tito was in booze. Oh, could be train you as well. Okay, so that was my just like interesting fact. Let me tell, talk to you about today. What happened to me today? I started off my day in a great mood and I get on the sun rail and we start going and then we stop. And the guy comes around and he's like, hey, good morning, everybody. And that's when you know things are going downhill. He's like, hey, we're going to be stuck here for a minute, yada, 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 whatever. I get instant, instant panic attack if that happened. Well, I, um, I didn't have any early like calls or anything. So I was like, all right, let's see what happens with this. And then a nice older gentleman comes around and, you know, he's like doing the sanitation wiping and stuff. And he's like, hello. And I was like, oh, wait, 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 I'm sorry. I thought I, I didn't think COVID was real in Florida. Uh, well, what some, to some people, oh, not okay, our okay. governor. Oh, okay, um, gotcha. Okay, so and he, you know, we exchanged a few words, and he realized that the train was stopped also, and he pulls a friggin' peppermint out of his pocket, and he's like, "Here, just to make the wait a little easier." And it was the nicest thing that I think oh, anybody has done for me, so and I was just so happy. 
Yeah, it was nice. It was one of those Bob's peppermints. And you know what? I don't even like peppermints, but I am a slut for some Bob's peppermints. Those are like the softer ones. I like those. Anyways, okay, so we start moving again. Chris, was it just me or was that really hot when she said I'm a slut? I can only I can only focus on like you taking notes on what candy you should be bringing to the park next time. You, the park. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> He's not wrong. Uh, okay, well, a little kid and his grandpa got on in front of me and sat there, and this was the cutest small human. I like I was trying not to be that creepy lady that stares at somebody's kid, but I was. But then the kid was also like creepy back. So we were really vibing off of each other. Like it was great. Like he was like looking at me and making faces and I was like looking at him and doing stuff. Uh, and then we start going, you know, past a couple of platforms and he looks at his grandpa and he goes, is she getting off soon or no? And I, was like, oh. I say that to my wife all the time. Oh my God. Scott, think of the children. No, don't think of the children. <laughs> I tried not to backtrack saying. into an old episode, Mary. Goes without saying. Okay. Anyways. And this got derailed real quick. He goes, and the grandpa's like, I don't think, you know, I, she's still, you know, riding. And he goes, well, where is she going? <laughs> like, I'm not there. I don't exist. <laughs> and so I just chime in and I'm like, well, I have a couple more stops. I'm going to work. Where do you work? Downtown. Downtown where? Downtown Orlando. Is that where we're going? <laughs> and he was like, yeah. And he was like, well, why? <laughs> so, like, he was like concerned why they were going to the same place as me. Adorable. <laughs> I loved it. It was great. I, I thought the kid was going to say to his grand uh, to to you when you answered. I've got a couple more stops. I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to the woman behind you. <laughs> oh my god! I can't. I'm not. I only a have a couple more stops, man. Okay. So listen, I probably almost or did actually become a ghost on my way to the train station today. I had to swim to the train station. It was terrible. And it was, you know what? I had a really good day at work. And this was the universe's way of humbling me. Like, you're not that cool. Calm down. And I'll tell you how. Because I got a Slow your roll, business lady. Yes. That's exactly what it did. I got a few new outfits for work. And I was wearing, like, I was feeling myself this morning. I had these, like, new pants Wait, I had. Well, hold on. What were you doing? I'm, I'm just not. I'm not. I'm not going to. not going to. Okay, continue. I was very excited about my look <laughs> today. I had these like pants with these pockets and like, uh, uh, I was feeling myself. God, I said it again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyways, so I, I had a decent-ish hair day, you know, ain't nobody gonna slow me down. I was getting it. And then as I'm leaving, it just downpours just start the heavens open up and uh, so I have an umbrella because I have a backpack I have a train bag I am prepared I looked like I had never used an umbrella before in my life <laughs> and I was a victim of circumstance oh here oh my it was, god no I'm listen okay. uh, yeah I'm gonna need my stomach pumped after all these victims of circumstances <laughs> okay so you know in movies when it's really windy and people's umbrellas turn inside <laughs> out yes yes <laughs> oh no it happened to me not once <laughs> not twice Thrice, three uh, times my umbrella nice. tried to kill me. And here's the bad part. One time it really picked up and I like almost married <laughs> Mary Poppins. the freaking road. Yeah, I because you weigh scared. like 75 pounds soaking I, wet. Listen, so. it, I was very close to the road and it 
tried to take me away. Oh, there goes your legs. Oh, God. <laughs> I wasn't by the train. So here's where the universe really was just like, you know what? Here you go. Uh, my new pants absorbed water. And it, it, they absorbed a lot of water. Oh. I was walking and there the pavers downtown, some of them are loose. I stepped on one and it became a fountain and shot up my pants. <laughs> oh no. You know I hate when that happens when you step on a loose was, paper. Yes, and it just everything. You know what this is? It's just the ghost of Katie Ledecky um haunting you for not watching the Olympics. So she's like, um, if I'm watched, gonna be wet with gold for your country, you're getting wet. She too. got what'd she get? Second, third last night. Oh, so you do watch. Something. You're you're a you're a fake fraud. I watch a little bit. I told you I don't give two flying shits though. I just, <laughs> I watch. So then I'm like almost to the platform there. They need better drainage by the platform. It, just full on puddles. I would say well, it doesn't least, rain much there. Right. So they probably don't. Yeah, know not at all. That. Never. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I mean, it doesn't rain very inches. much at like 9 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Four to six inches of water. It came down like, today. Just, yeah, it was bad. And I was like, I finally made it under the platform and then I saw all the people and I was trying to figure out what was worse, the rain and the embarrassment of having wet pants or, you know, riding with a lot of people close by. But I made it and I'm here and uh, I'm a better person. We're all very proud of you. We are. We are. What you need to do is you need to find, I don't know, maybe a homeless person and pay them a little bit of money to just keep playing chicken with the train. So that you can have the ghost train pick you up. No, that's awful. That it wasn't, I don't even think it was a homeless person. I don't know. But I did, okay, this is another weird thing that happened though. I kept getting notifications from the Sunrail literally all day today. And none of them had to do with, it had to have been, none of them had anything to do with what happened like today. They were just like all old notifications, but they just kept popping up on my phone. Hmm. I wonder, does the ghost train just run slow with its communication, Chris? I don't know. Maybe it's from a whole nother realm. Maybe I it's have online. spectrum, Scott. Everything's slow. Oh, anyway, so those are my Sunrail stories. Hopefully tomorrow will be... More eventful so you have more stories to tell tomorrow night. Well, I was hoping just like calm and maybe like I could thrive or be entertained off of other people's miserable, <laughs> miserable Mary, encounters. Mary, every morning when I wake up, especially when we're recording that night... I set up, um, I, I, I have a little styrofoam microphone, some incense, uh, a couple rose petals, and I, and I light my fire and I pray to the podcasting gods. Please, dear podcasting gods, all seven pounds, nine ounces, please barely make sure that barely knows a word, all snuggled in your little podcast mom's arms. Please make Mary have an, an eventful day on the sun rail. Scott FaceTimes you when he does this, doesn't say a word, just goes right into prayer. Just, well, you know what would probably work better? Life. If you offered up like some teeth that you have, just like hanging out. That <laughs> Don't way. tempt I, I him because it. Scott will do whatever it takes. I will do whatever it takes. Are you kidding me? <laughs> He's I, gonna, will jump, I will jump in front of the sun rail back and forth just to get you're some gonna good content. You're going to be the one playing gonna, Frogger. Gonna, He's going to text you and be like, Mary, uh, you, you haven't had any good stories lately. I'm going to need you to take three more train rods today. I, here, <laughs> here's your ticket happens. to send you a prepaid ticket. Well, I have the travel pass, so I just go when I want to. Oh, don't uh, see now you're, you're, this is just encouraging Scott. I'm not to helping, just make I'm not you, helping no, the situation. No. Oh, so it's like you buy the travel pass and you can go as much as you want. Kind right? of. So you buy it based on like how many counties you go through right, and what right. your average amount of riding is. 
So like mm. mine is only 84 bucks. So it gets right. super cheap. That's for the whole month. If that thing I ever have- comes out to winter garden game over, we're going to happy hour every day. Yeah. Well, I mean, you could just like Uber here. That would be fine. That's yeah. another option. I could. But you don't ever come visit me or anything. So it's okay. <sighs> All right. Well, if only I had a best friend. I don't know. Oh, God, stop. Stop. I still have your headphones that you haven't come to pick up yet. Oh, man. I know. Uh By the way, these headphones were given to us by Mainline Marketing and Sure. They are fantastic headphones and microphones. Thank you, Mainline Marketing and Sure. Thank you, Sure. Thank you, Sure. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. You're listening to the No New Friends Podcast. Hey guys, what's going on? It's Remy from Remy's Roundtable alongside my dangerous co-host, Chris. Guys, our podcast is pretty much all about what is going on here in the beautiful state of Florida. We cover your theme park news, the rumors, and of course, guys, we bring on some local celebrities such as the 5-Minute Professor from Real Radio 104.1. So guys, don't go anywhere and uh, stay tuned and listen to this episode of the No New Friends Podcast. Hey, this is Jared of Train Time with Jared. If you've ever, ever been to Colorado and visited the famous rare museums out there, and you see the sign, dual gauge, and ever wonder what that meant? Well, that basically means that particular piece of track has two gauges on it of track, the narrow gauge and standard gauge. So that basically means that two different types of trains can run on the same track based size. And that narrow gauge means that the distance between the rails on the inside is three feet, or less than three feet if you want to go very narrow. Standard gauge means the distance between the rails is four feet, eight and a half inches. This is Jared, and I'll see you down the line next time. So long now. Hi, this is comedian Miguel Colon, and you're listening to the No New Friends podcast. Welcome back to the No New Friends podcast with Scott, Mary, and Chris. Don't forget, you are not going to want to miss Sunday's episode. That is our 50th anniversary with James Yawn, comedian James Yawn. You're definitely going to want to be there for that. You know the drill. Patreon, www.patreon.com slash no new friends podcast. And please vote for us, Orlando Weekly's Best of Orlando competition under the category Best Local Color, Best Local Podcast. And that website is www.vote.com dot orlando weekly.com boom boom I got look it right. at you man wow you right. did it i think that's the first time you made it through that that is probably the first time you're in a season of growth with sir. one week to spare right yeah right <laughs> <laughs> chris what you got going on man uh any any more uh hoarding or collecting or anything like that well i experienced someone else's uh hoarding the other day this was on um Chris came over my house. Yeah. <laughs> this was, I actually woke up and I thought it was in somebody else's house and I realized it was just mine and that I had put so much stuff into the house. So anyway, I think this was on Friday. Emily and I went to grocery shop. Very, you know, typical typical thing you do. But it was at a different grocery store. This grocery store is in I a different that. It's town. like the labyrinth. Oh, my God. You got the little word. Don't go that way. Never go that way. If you would have gone that way, you would have taken you straight to the castle. I loved that movie. Me too. And you guys are the only ones. And the um, <laughs> Oh, come and, on. 
<laughs> I wish that was the least of our worries. It just not knowing You're where everything the babe. was. The babe, the babe with the power. What power? Oh my god! Power? And he's still gonna go. Yeah. Sorry, Chris. Go ahead. Now I, I want to watch Labyrinth tonight. Go ahead, please. Just do that by yourself. So we're in this we're in this grocery store, and I wish the only problem we had was not knowing where things were. Because the first uh, when we walk in, the first thing that hits you in the face is not you know someone saying hey how are you is not you know the smell of the rotisserie chickens cooking it was the smell of cat pee that's oh. what yeah so and i thought it was kind of odd that it smelled like cat pee in a grocery store but i was like you know yeah. whatever but we were we were halfway done i was starting to like get nauseous but it was a combination of the smell of the cat pee and the fact that when i went to go get my eggs like there was like broken moldy eggs on the bottom <gasps> of the like Ew. refrigerator Ew. there yeah so that was just this kick off to our day and i i wish that was the worst of it so we leave there and we're on our way home and we see a sign for an estate sale and it's like 3 30 in the <laughs> afternoon right and chris chris's little uh thought bubble went up <laughs> and just shiny yeah. you, know, you know what's you know what's really funny is like i wanted to go so bad right uh i, I was like there's no way i can get emily to go it's 3 30 in the afternoon we've had a long day um then she says hmm, it's, it's it's late i wonder if the stuff out by the curb uh you know to be thrown away i was like oh, let's go check that's a good, that's Might a good, as well. good idea yeah we're yeah. in the area so we follow all these signs we get to the estate sale. it's still going strong man it is uh it is still going strong so they got uh it looks like a yard sale set up the table out front you know people going inside the house which is the cool thing about estate sales you get to go into basically like a haunted house <laughs> and um <laughs> for free <laughs> so we go in. Smells awful. Uh, I thought the, I, I, I thought the uh, I thought the supermarket was bad. This smelled like no. This was human piss. Oh. Um, so we go in. It's a mess. And it's three thirty. This thing started at eight a.m. So you got to figure that most of the stuff went by then. That was worth anything. Well, there was. It, it looked like somebody was still living there. Did Did Emily say, oh, "Hey, man. just an FYI, this could be our future"? If the, I, did, uh, I think that this was actually orchestrated by yeah. Emily. Like, she just this wanted to give you a wake up call. <laughs> this would have yeah. been intervention. This This house would be our house in the future if we were both on meth. Oh, Th this This house was something that was inhabitable to anybody who a can smell b can see or c can think this this house was i i just i couldn't believe they were they were letting people in here so anyway so we're going through going through going through and we're still trying to figure out what type of person lived here because there was stars of david all over so you think there was a jewish person uh there was a kkk magazine so maybe you think an anti uh uh, maybe Republican. Uh, maybe maybe oh. racist. <laughs> Sorry. See, was there was a there was a Robert E. Lee uh, commemorative plate. I think we know where this is going. So it was just like for. So we're going through the house. Right? Did they have is, like a fire pit and some stakes in the backyard? Like what did I, what was that set up? They were they were I don't they were like dousing this big wooden i couldn't see if it was like a couldn't see yeah cross or something. they were dousing it in gasoline and i didn't Did they have any robes for sale why they were um they, they weren't for sale i asked they said they, oh, that yeah. was for that was for a meeting they were having they were <laughs> for the I, meeting I, later yeah I, I don't know lots of gas cans I, so we're in this house and we were upstairs going through like drawers and stuff because it's like hey every, they're like everything must go guys everything must go it's like, all right all right well, good luck with that no, so, thank you. So after we look at the KKK magazine, which I did, I think I sent you guys a picture of that. That was interesting. You did. You um, did. Uh, we go downstairs and we're like, you know what? We just got to, uh, you know, let's just, you know, say our goodbyes. So say our goodbyes. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you saying goodbye? You oh, no, to our that other. is when we were you going to get leave, murdered. 
quickly. <laughs> you sir. were going to get murdered. So, so when not there was uh, a sign out front taught by Mary. The, <laughs> the, it was one of those little. Uh, it was one of those things stapled to a um, telephone pole. You could just rip off the number. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to know how to commit murder and get away with it? Just call Mary. So things started Mary. to. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Harry Potter with the with the with the moving picture. She pops up, Mary. <laughs> things went downhill very quickly once we got down. Wait downstairs. a minute, they were They're uphill not- at that point. <laughs> oh, oh, this it, it, this is that was. That was the climax when we saw the KKK magazine. Like, that I was the words least, like that when that was on the, the show. <laughs> I know, right? Giggity. The KKK magazine, the Robert E. Lee thing, and the what, what else was there? The um, whatever. Uh, Make uh, America Great hat again. <laughs> that was all. That was all like sunshines and rainbows. We get downstairs, and not saying that I like that stuff. I just want to make that clear. That right. <laughs> compared to what I'm about to say, we go down, and the guy's like, "Man, my throat is killing me." I think I think somebody drank out of my cup. I, my throat is so sore, and then he starts coughing. And then and then and then Emily, I'm like, let's get the hell out of here! <laughs> oh my gosh, you get COVID three COVID with every so, We go outside, and of course, I have to take one last look at the tables outside. So we're outside. <laughs> COVID doesn't ex- doesn't doesn't exist outside. So COVID guy was inside. So we're outside, and we are looking through you know piles of junk. And to our surprise, Emily goes. Oh my gosh! And I, and I like like she saw a ghost. I thought I turned around expecting to see Mary there. And... <laughs> no, it was just the COVID guy in his grandmaster <laughs> grand wizard uh, robe. I looked down, and they had a little plastic container of teeth, human teeth. Wait, wait, like denture teeth? Human teeth that were pulled from somebody's mouth, not gold teeth. Not dentures. Okay, I guess my next question is how much? <laughs> were they labeled listen. like were they labeled like Timmy's first lost tooth, Susie's no, first lost they tooth? They were pulled rotten teeth. You know, well, I was were almost rotten. I almost wanted to ask how much because I wanted to know. I mean, all this stuff was voluntarily put out on these tables. This yeah, is what not is something the market in a drawer value? cabinet. He I was selling know. these teeth because there well, was let me tell you, you can make piano keys if you put enough teeth together maybe, maybe they were robert e lee's teeth they had a big uh a <laughs> uh, big robert e lee thing going on there i i i, I just we were uh as soon as we saw the teeth that was the that was the line that that was, was so that was your sign out of all of that you were yeah, like you it know was what? the teeth that did it to me i could you know covid is bad the kkk is bad selling rotten teeth that is inexcusable that is inexcusable <laughs> I have morals, okay? I just, and you know what? And and I wasn't really freaked out by the KKK magazine. I, I'm exaggerating a little bit because I think it was just one of those, like, you know, they put Hitler on the the, the cover of Time magazine. This was a, this was a, um on a, like a Polish. Yeah, but wasn't that like an autograph copy I think you had there? Of the, oh, yeah. <laughs> it was the, uh, yeah, it had a, it was like, it was like um burned at the edges. It was weird. Yeah. It was just I, uh, so I don't think, I don't think they were, uh, that but the i don't know the robert e lee thing at the end kind of made me it was just a lot of a collection of a lot of weird things i don't know how someone could have so many different ideologies being a jewish kkk robert e lee fan that likes that that tries to uh sell rotten to you it was an experience for sure and that'll probably be the last estate sale that we go to in a long time 
thanks to uh thanks to them but it was uh yes scott it was a glimpse into my potential future uh minus the uh racist paraphernalia i I need to know what the conversation on the ride back home looked like like did you both just sit there in silence like what the actual hell just happened to us or a lot of dry heaving okay Um, okay yep you know what the, the worst part about it was is like when i saw the teeth i felt nothing because it's just the stuff that i've seen the stuff that i've that i've seen going to all these thrift stores and 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 dealing with all these people it's like i've grown numb to obscurities and 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 maybe and maybe it's my my hoarder mentality kicking in it's just like you know what i understand why this guy is and i understand why he's trying to sell them because there's a buyer for everything that that (laughs) line that line made it sound like like in every scary movie where there's like a mysterious like owner of a mansion and somebody's like introducing him they're like he uh maybe you could say is a little numb to obscurity (laughs) like that's what i feel like he just did (laughs) i uh and then yeah before i left i said you want to check the basement out real quick and i I thought she was gonna uh just leave me and, and i'd never see her again after i asked her that well, once I, you go down in the basement, you won't see anybody again. Yeah. <laughs> they took my murder class. They <laughs> Nobody comes out. Uh, what an interesting... Uh, I wish I could have gotten it on tape because it was just like, even just telling the story sounds like I'm exaggerating. It actually doesn't even do it justice. It was it was like one of those uh, scary movies that the person lives like with their dead mother and just can't throw away the corpse. Like if I if I went to the basement Norman and saw Bates. and saw Norman. yes and saw a dead corpse, I would have probably said how much because I I, <laughs> I, I, I I wouldn't have even been surprised. I would just been like this is just, this is just impressive at this point. How much with embalming? I need to know. But <laughs> you charge. Was, what was that? Do you ever see uh that show True Detective? No. No. Okay, this was this was a great uh, reference then. So I just... <laughs> thanks, Chris. <laughs> so did yes. you buy anything from that estate sale? I wanted to, but I, 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 so I, we get there and I'm so excited. I don't have any cash on me except for $20. I always keep $20 cash for me in case of emergencies. So I was like, Emma, I got $20 in a prayer. Let's go in there and see what we can get. And I left with COVID and my $20 bill. (laughs) There was these cool Disney trinket trays that I could have bought, but I just would have kept them for myself. So I just, right. It's gotten to the point where it's like, I'm admitting my hoarding of my, my, my hoarding, uh, obsession scott we've, Proud of uh, you. we've gotten this far in our therapy that um <laughs> i i admit that i have a problem and i just I, there's these these triggers like disney paraphernalia uh, i got i just you know and i'm just i'm coming to i'm coping with it it's, what item would you say have, uh, no i'm just saying our sessions have been pretty successful so well far. good good what item would you say you have the most of the most the cell of. phone cases that you or the oh that i'm reselling a personal yes uh, yes <laughs> Um, let's go reselling. Let's reselling go reselling. Would be a combination. Oh no, DVDs. I, I I have a box that I'm looking at of 225 DVDs. Okay, so every Sunday's recording. Okay, yes. so that would be tomorrow. Uh, well, you could start. You could start next week. Yeah, I, w- I want a running tally of of, of how, how many, many I have. DVDs, yeah, of how many DVDs you have. So, okay, sounds good. So tomorrow night, just give us a give us the baseline number. What I'll we count have. It up. Yep. That'll be my challenge. See how fast I can get rid of these things. Exactly. When I get rid of the last one, my hoarding uh, obsession is done. It's over. (laughs) Or let's establish a baseline. If the baseline is you need to have 200 in stock at all times. No more. No more. No more than 200. You could build up to 200. That's your par level. Okay. The restaurant industry, we say par levels. That's what I think can get you through this. Because the thing is, is I respect the reselling aspect and I respect what you do. 
and you're young enough that it's we can control this. Yes, we can control this. And you know, I've seen I've seen glimpses of your house. Your house is not trashed. You know, it's not it's not like these episode of hoarders, mm-hmm. but but there's that potential. Yes. Oh, so I have great potential. <laughs> yeah, I've been, I've watched um almost three seasons now. Mm-hmm. I consider myself a um obsessive compulsive. Uh, and hoarding disorder expert. Okay. okay I'm also an yeah. expert organizer just by watching. And I'm going to help you through this. I'm a professional enabler in hoarding. <laughs> I know. Yeah. 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 Now, personally, personally, I think my biggest collection I have are those, those Funko Pops. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, but those yeah. are fun. Yeah. Oh, I know. Also, they're great. It's also in the still name. In, still <laughs> in the box. They're great. Oh, no, no. I, I, I can't. I uh, now I keep them in the box, but I was I was a loose cannon before. I would take, just take them out of the box. They just raw dog the uh, the Funko Pops. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Okay, so you collect the the Funko Pop, the yeah Funko they're Pop, pops. they're pops. Yeah, yeah maybe. Yeah, I know what they are. But mm-hmm. how many other things do you collect? So you've got those. Do you collect bottle caps? Do you collect coins? Like what? How many different collections do you have um, for personal use? I would say uh, so. It's 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 hard to say because there's just so many. But <laughs> this are crying. I I collect. <laughs> see, because because I say I collect. Emily says I. Have, <laughs> like, like like I can't throw away t-shirts. Oh my gosh! I'm, I'm the listen, same I'm in the way. same boat. I still I, wear like t-shirts from middle school. Yeah. yeah, but you can just, fit in them. I can't fit into my, my well, shirts. I haven't grown since middle week. school also. You know what I did too, and it's really bad, and Emily hopefully doesn't listen to the rest of this episode <laughs> or can hear me. I told her that the reason I'm keeping these shirts is so that I can make a quilt out of them. We all say that. We all say that. <laughs> I've said that five times to my wife. Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to make a quilt, a quilt out of all these shirts. I'm not making a quilt, but hey. Was- but I was like, hey, look how good. She's like, oh, that's really sentimental and sweet. I, like, I know. I know. And that's why I'm keeping them all. I have a walk-in closet. and Jared I- says he's got a shirt quilt. See? You have one. My but, uh- sister actually made a, a – she's got a shirt quilt. I would never – ever like use a shirt quilt it's a great fallback for my collecting so anything anything that i collect i just have to come up with a really good excuse for like my funko pops like you should see how much these things are going to be worth one day yeah but are you ever going to sell them <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> but but it, it doesn't help when they're out of the box you're not going to make as much no and so i started keeping them in the box which just when you collect as many as i do now it's like become a problem like i have boxes that go in the attic for my house like in the future that are just full of like pops now yeah uh, if you saw my attic it, it's very full you think oh wow they have a lot of christmas decorations no it's all my stuff that i have to bring with me to my next house like, <laughs> like I, I kid you not if you ask emily what kind of house are you guys looking for she goes well we need an extra bedroom for christmas things and we're gonna need <laughs> and we're gonna need an attic and a basement oh my god chris here's my problem when i was younger you know i played mm-hmm. basketball and i was i was good Okay, mm-hmm. so all of the, all of these things that I had growing up, I was like, these are going to be worth something someday because, oh, <laughs> because they were from my childhood. Or here's something that I signed. Like this is going to be worth. Something <laughs> and here I am, an unemployed podcaster. <laughs> it's all it's all in good man. faith. It's all in good. Uh, you know what? And, and you know what, Scott? We're going to be laughing at everyone one day because we're going to be millionaires because we sold that Beanie Baby that people said, get rid of the Beanie Baby. They're never going to be worth anything. <laughs> right. And we're going to be like, hey, I got a Beanie Baby collection. I got that Pet Rock 
from the 80s. <laughs> the pet rock. Oh that's my worth God. like $50,000 right now. We're going to be able to go to these private auctions where these billionaires are. Jeff Bezos is going to be bidding on your, your pet the rock. original slap soon. bracelet. See? Oh, man. Right. I you had know, oh my gosh, new kids on the block slap bracelet. <laughs> I, uh, I just, I, I, I just wrestle with myself. Uh, I got to stop. And then I go into these tangents where, you know what, uh, we're going to be, we're going to be millionaires off of our things one day. I'm going to stick to that. I'm going to stick to that. I like it's, it. It's, it's better for positive thinking. Too. Yeah. I yeah. like it. All right. Before we go, I want to give a shout out to a couple other podcasters. Obviously Diz his, our boys over there. They had another stellar, stellar episode this past Tuesday, part two of the history of main street USA with Imagineer Timmy Britt. Uh, blew my socks off. That was a great episode. Also, Remy's Roundtable. They talk about, uh, you know, all theme parks and attractions here in Orlando. And then uh, a new one, My Skeptical Sister. Uh, they follow us on the No New Friends podcast. It's a really fun podcast where one sister kind of tells, you know, they, they have write-ins of people with ghostly experiences, and then the sister kind of debunks it. It's a really Great show, and they're going to be coming on here on our show in a couple weeks to uh, to talk about my skeptical sister. As always, please make sure that you vote for us, Orlando Weekly's Best of Orlando competition. Vote.orlandoweekly.com under the category Best Local Color, Best Local Podcast. All of our links are in the episode description in the link tree link. On behalf of Mary, Chris, and Ghost Mary, I'm Scott. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Okay, bye.